Foxy and Giuliano, the podcast. Yo, how you doing? All right. I'm good. How you doing? Um, I'll be my four-year-old. He called me a name that is the best insult I've ever had. Good lord! Right. Okay. You've said that, and I've come to the table wanting to talk about something my girls now call me. Oh, okay. Well, we were wrestling the other day, and he was getting excited, and you know how... Uh, <laughs> no, but it was just like... Was just like so, Joey, you ever been to a Turkish prison? <laughs> Joey, you ever seen a grown man make... <laughs> What's that from? It's from the, the amazing film, one of my favourite films, Airplane. There's Airplane, that's it, yeah. <laughs> So he's, like, hitting me with pillows and stuff like that. Yeah. And as he's getting more excited, you know, he... he he did something which for him is really daring. He called me a he called me a poo head, and he and then but there was that moment on his face where he was like, "He's got a good point." Have I have I overstepped the mark? And I and I sort of laughed, and then he got more excited and more excited, and then <laughs> just as he was like battering me and really enjoying it, yeah, he went, "You're a funky disco poo," <laughs> <laughs> which I thought was yeah, he's got a point. <laughs> What a great name for a band or an album. So, my girls have only just recently started calling me Drew from Minions. Do you mean Grew? Grew from Minions. <laughs> <laughs> have I just undermined the entire story? Yeah. Well, do you know what? Genuinely, it's uh, the most upsetting thing they've ever called me. I mean, I've been called Shrek by many of friends in the in the past, but Grew from Minions. So is this because you're miserable? Because he's because Grew Grew's got a heart. Yeah, but he's he's a, he's an ugly fellow. You could even he? say Grew is in the heart. Wow! <laughs> <laughs> hey, he shoots and he scores. So is this surname Drew? It's Grew Drew, isn't it? Oh, is it? I just know him as Drew. I don't. <laughs> okay, I, just... from, I think Minion Chat. I think we've probably we've exhausted we've it already. Exhausted. But I, do, that, do you not think that's the most insulting thing someone's called me? If if they're saying it's because you're a bit miserable and also, is it because of the way you look? Yes. Right, okay. Oh, well, bless you for not thinking that. I just thought it was because you're miserable. (laughs) (laughs) Do you want to just take a run up whilst you kick me right in the ghoulies? I think the only insult that I've ever enjoyed in my life is the time that guy called me a rod. Do you remember that? Yeah, Foxy, you rod. Foxy. Someone just texted when we were on the radio one day. It was about 6.15 in the morning. And we got it's not the... what you need that time in the morning. I don't know what you were talking about. And someone just texted in, Foxy, you rod. <laughs> and that has stuck, hasn't it? You that are has... a rod. Well, I'm an absolute rod. You know your mates and you want to talk about one of your pals getting COVID. Well, you know... you know. Um... It's a cheerful old podcast, this one. <laughs> I don't know if you've listened to previous podcasts... Um, Neil of Bum Gravy fame. Yes. Okay, so if you've heard that podcast, you'll know what I'm talking about. If you if, haven't, you need to go back and listen to it, yeah, it's a great it, story. Go back to the one with the interview with Keith Mason. I, can't, I think it's episode two, maybe, something like that. It's a, it's a brilliant story. Anyway, so uh, Neil's got the COVID. He's got the Rona. <laughs> he's got the Rona. So he, he, he's, he's been in self-isolation, I'm guessing, for about... Eight to ten days, yeah. and he was he was really finding it hard. The rest of his family, they they they're all negative. So he really is just in a room in his house, just watching Netflix. And he's he's actually quite wheezy. He's got the cough. Um, the temperature's gone. The symptoms are going now. But he has been suffering. It's it's not been terrible, but yeah. he, he's doing all right. But he was really bored. He was so bored the other day. <laughs> That he he saw his wetsuit and he wondered if he could still fit into it. Yeah, because you know he was like, well, maybe I've lost a few pounds. He couldn't fit into it before, and he's, he's lost bored, a few isn't pounds. he? Yeah, yeah. He's he's really really bored. So he, but the thing is, the COVID. Okay, he's exhausted. Okay, 
So once he got into it, he's like, I've got to take it off. And he couldn't. He was stuck in his wetsuit. So sort of half, like he tried to get it, like it's really difficult to get a wetsuit on and off at the best of times. So nobody can rescue him either because he's in, he's in isolation. <laughs> so he, Is he still in the wetsuit now? So, so he was like, sort of like one arm off. You know when he was like, like sort of halfway trapped, he got managed to get one arm off. So it was kind of like a, a leotard over one shoulder and still on both the legs. And he was so tired, he just had to sleep in it for three hours. <laughs> Get back up and gradually, and he was shouting to the rest to, to the rest of his house. They're like, "I'm trapped! I'm trapped! I need help!" And they're like, "This is funny. You're gonna have to sort this out yourself." Foxy and Giuliano, the podcast. Kimberly, hi. Hey, how you doing? Fine, thank you. How are you? I'm very good, thank you very much. It's lovely to have you on our podcast. How do you feel? Quite honoured, actually. You're the first. That's a lie. That's a lie, Juliana. That's a lie. Uh, uh, have you... <laughs> right, let's see Let's see if she's telling porkies. Have you listened to any of the podcasts yet? N- no, I haven't. Good I'm Lord. not even going to lie to you. Kimberly. I did try. No, I went to Turkey and I tried to listen to it by the pool and my phone kept cutting out and I saw I just gave up. Now you're on it, okay? There's no excuses. You've got to have a listen now to see how you sound. Hideous, probably. No! You sound <laughs> great, Kimberly. You sound great. Now, Giuliano tells me you've got a story about getting stuck. Getting my hands stuck, yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not good. It really isn't. So, um, I worked... I don't even know if I'm allowed to say where I worked, so am I allowed to say? Yeah. On this podcast. So, I was working at McDonald's. Don't say McDonald's! <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Carry on. Um... In the drive-through, where obviously you take the money, yeah. um, and part of my job was to fill up um, the napkins, and they're um, spring-loaded, so yeah. to hand out to the customers because that was part of the job back then. Obviously, it's all changed now, um, and I decided to be really clever because I was being lazy yeah. and try and f- overfill it. So I pushed it down, and as I pushed it down, it sprung back and got my fingers caught in it. <laughs> Which you would think wouldn't be too much of a problem. No. Until we couldn't get them out. <laughs> you get your hand stuck in a napkin dispenser where you I work. Did. I did. Hang on, Kimberly, was was the restaurant full? Um, yes. It was <laughs> chucking down with rain outside. Oh, no. I'm in the little booth. There's cars stacked up waiting to pay for their meals. And I'm <laughs> screaming, help, and no one's coming. <laughs> so, um, uh, uh, how, long, uh, how long were you stuck for, Kims? Before someone came? Yeah. Mm, probably about five or six minutes. It doesn't sound very long. Yeah. But when you're on your own, someone actually got out of their car and went into the restaurant and said, the lady in the drive-thru has got her hand stuck. She's in a right state. <laughs> um, <laughs> to which my boss came in. And he's trying to pull my hand out, and obviously you, it's completely stuck. <laughs> so he lifted the whole dispenser out with my hand still in it. And yeah. he's going, we're going to have to phone the fire brigade. No. I, said, oh, I said, you are not phoning the fire brigade. I'll rip my fingers off before you phone the fire brigade. Um, so he managed to find a screwdriver <laughs> and undone the bottom of it to allow the spring-loaded bit to come out to release my fingers. But then the problem was, when I actually released my fingers, they were all cut because it was sharp. So I had to go to hospital. No. Oh, no. Oh, no. That's on your, that's on your NHS record somewhere, that is. Hand stuck in <laughs> napkin dispenser. Napkin dispenser. 
<laughs> they actually asked me if I'd self-harm myself because it cut straight across my knuckles. I was like, no, I've got my fingers stuck in a napkin dispenser. Oh, well, that's the first for us. I said, well, I like first. <laughs> yeah. Are you, are you sure you didn't cut it with a razor? Are you sure? Honestly, they were like, how's your mental health? I said, listen, my boss is outside in reception. Go and ask him. <laughs> Kimberly, you're a star. Thank you very much for sharing that, my love. You're welcome. You take, and look, Repeat after me. Okay. I promise. I promise. To. To. Listen. Listen. To every. To every. Podcast that we have done. Podcast that you have done. Perfect. Goodbye, Kimberly. We love you. Bye. Becky, how are you doing? I'm good, thanks. How are you? I'm very good. Is this Becky? This is Becky off the TV, yeah. Becky Wood? <laughs> yeah. You didn't tell me that bit. No, no. I you just went, see. oh, it's just Becky. This, this is Becky. It's off, just Becky. Becky off Midlands today. Well, wow! Thank you very much for being on the podcast, Becky. And she's got a, she's got a story about getting. Stuck. Well, I think we should explain who she is. Well, she's Becky Wood. She presents Midlands today. Not everybody watches that. <laughs> they do. No, it's fifty-fifty. <laughs> I mean, there's some go to ITV, but yeah. you, you, you and Nick, Nick Owen, yeah. Yeah. are the best. <sighs> thank you. We shared a sofa tonight. Did you? Yeah, obviously with two metres in between us. Oh, but you've been closer than that before, haven't you, Bex? Oh, yeah. What does he smell like, Nick Owen? Um, he always... He's a very well-turned-out gentleman. Yeah. So he always smells of the finest aftershave. So, when I was doing a show on my own on a BBC station, known as BBC Radio WM, and we did a big thing on the show where I've got... Some would say... It's near to stalking. A fascination with Nick Owen. And Becky kindly arranged for Nick Owen to come on the show. And this is Nick Owen off of uh, Anne and Nick. Yes. Off, off the TV. You don't need to explain ago. who he is, mate. Okay. He's, I mean, he's, he's, he's a TV legend, isn't he? And, and Becky kindly arranged for Nick to come on the show and we had a chat. And I'd spotted that Nick, sadly, has a microwave meal um, in between shows. So he nips the little BBC kitchen, microwaves a spaghetti bolognese, I don't know what it could be, and then he has a microwave meal. So I thought it'd be nice to try, you know, so he would remember me. I bought him a spaghetti carbonara microwave meal and presented it to Nick, and then we had a chat on the show, and off he went, and I was over the moon, and I thanked Becky so much because he's a legend. And he's never spoken to me again. (laughs) Not once. (laughs) So when you next see him, could you ask him for the £1.89 for the spaghetti carbonara? I'll, I'll make it a priority. Thank tomorrow. you, Becky. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> there we go. Right, microwave meal chat, John done, Julian O'Neill felt <laughs> left out of that chat there. Well, Becky Wood off the TV. What's your story? Okay, so <laughs> I have a crippling fear of heights. That's probably how I'd describe it. And my next door neighbour at the time said, "We're going to go to Gulliver's World." Now it doesn't exist anymore. Um, <laughs> not because because of, of you. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it used to be a theme park on the way to Warrington, I think. Um, so we get we head off to Gulliver's World. The first thing we do when we get there is you walk in, and there are these two like helter skelters at the front door. So um, you can either climb the steps, or you could take the cargo net. So I was like, I'll just because I'm quite I I was quite easily led. I still am. I was like, I'll just do whatever. So uh, Zoe, when it's the neighbour, was like, we're going up the cargo net. So I was like, okay. So halfway up the cargo net, I start to regret this decision quite big time. I'm like, oh, don't like it. Don't like it. Three quarters up the net. That's it. Frozen. No further. Stuck on the net. Can't go forward. 
can't go backwards, don't really know what to do. So I'm sort of hanging on this cargo net, closing my eyes, thinking, oh, God. Every so often, a child runs past me and knocks it, which makes it even worse. So I'm up there for probably about 45 minutes. 45 minutes? (laughs) Before her dad realises and um, has to pay several members of staff to come up to me and form a human chain to pass me to the top. Of the Helter Skelter. So you're stuck on a cargo net and the staff will only rescue you if you give them a down payment first of all. I mean, this is, this is the 80s, yeah. Was this place run by the Mafia? What were they expecting? <laughs> <laughs> the, my next door neighbour's daughter is stuck up the cargo net and there's obviously a health and safety risk here. Would you go and get her? If you give me 20 quid, I will, mate. Yeah, I think it, it worked quite like that, yeah. Because he got home and he told my parents that he'd had to pay to get me down. Oh, hang, I, I thought you were then going to say, he asked your parents for the money. <laughs> I can't believe The one thing for me is that you're up there for 45 minutes. He really didn't care, did he? No, but the thing was, I think because the, um, the, the, there was another girl with us called Carly, and Zoe and Carly just kept going loads of times. So I think he just thought we were all having a great time, and then they were clearly like, we've been about six times now, it's really boring, we want to go on a different ride. And he was like, where's Becky? Oh, I'm at the top of the car <laughs> There's just something about f- funny about the term human chain as well, that they had to form a human chain to save you. <laughs> it was awful. I can remember it so clearly, and I can remember the... Um, there was also this, like the one girl that took pity on me, who was about my age. Um, she gave up halfway. She was like, "Oh my god, you're so lame! Come on!" <laughs> I was like, "I can't go any further." And Becky, have you ever been on a cargo net since? Um, I make it my actual purpose in life to avoid them. Anything <laughs> with any form of height. Now I'm right. No, 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 no. Love it, Becky. Thank you very much for being on the podcast. We love you. Take care. Sure. Goodbye. Hi. Karen, Foxy and Giuliano here. Hi. Hey, how are you? I'm very well, thank you. How are you? I'm very good, thank you very much. Um, I have been reliably informed by my good friend Giuliano Romeo Massimo Cassaday that you have a story about being stuck. <laughs> right, I was very new to going to a gym and of a girl in her 40s keep thinking you can do things that you used to be able to do when you were a lot younger. Yeah. And it was a piece of equipment, well, I don't know what it's called, but you hook your feet underneath it so you can do upside-down sit-ups. Right. I think that's called the upside-down sit-up machine. (laughs) I'm not 100%. (laughs) Sounds about right. Does exactly what it says on the tin. Yeah. And uh, being only five foot two, uh, I was a bit short, couldn't keep one foot on the floor to hook my other foot over so my other half helped me. Yeah. He then goes on to another piece of equipment. Yeah. Tried to do a few sit-ups. Uh, none. <laughs> so I thought, well, how do I get off this thing? I thought, well, if I slide down it <laughs> yeah. till my head hits the floor, yeah. I could do a backwards roll. <laughs> of course, yeah. In the end, I ended up rolling more to the side where I fell off and got wedged in between it and the pillar. Foxy and Giuliano, the podcast. It's pretty damn fine. So, you know, we had uh, our old producer, Barry, on the podcast a few weeks back. Yeah. Have you had Kiara on your phone as well going, when am I getting on? Kiara, 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 Kiara. Remind me, Kiara. 
Um, <laughs> too many teeth in a gob. Too many teeth in a gob! <laughs> yes! Yes! Kiara! You forgot the bab on the end of that. Hang on. It's, sorry. Juliana told me that you, Kiara was on the line. This doesn't sound like Kiara. Is Kiara there? Yeah, Kiara's here. Hang on. You're you, up, bab. You, you've changed your voice since you moved to Dubai, haven't you? She's gone all posh. Have you noticed that? Oh, shut up. I haven't gone all posh. Juliana, do you not think her voice has changed a little bit? She was Whatever. a proper brummy before. So I'm a proper brummy, bab. <laughs> okay. So, um, <laughs> for, for people who've never listened to the podcast before... Too so many teeth and a gob! I have, still. <laughs> we, we used to work with Kiara. We did. Part of our team. If you, if you heard, like, uh, Barry on a few weeks ago, um, Kiara heard that Barry was on, and she was like, oh, when can I get on? Mm-hmm. And so, you know, we just gave in. Well, I mean, the truth is a lot of our guests have pulled out last minute. So, Kiara. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I knew there was going to be something like that. But yeah, you know what? When I did hear Barry on the podcast, I was a little bit like, uh, excuse me. So what time is it? Because you live out in Dubai now. You work on the radio out in Dubai. I do, yeah. Do you know uh, what? The... Let me just explain what happened for Kiara. So she couldn't get a job over here like us. Right, so um, she she knocked on the door at BBC Radio One, who kept saying, "Can you just bug off? We're not interested whatsoever." So you've got to be under twenty five for that. Yeah, so <laughs> not over forty. And yeah, and I'm of course over forty. And then she looked around the world for another radio station called Radio mm. One. Thought, do you know what? I'll go there. Right, I'll mm. do a breakfast show on there, and then I can pretend when I come back to the UK that I'm on Radio I can One. Say I've been on Radio I'm One. On Radio One. So you're 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 on a station called Radio One in Dubai. Yeah, I am. Radio 1 UAE, so it goes across the country. Uh, so I'm on national radio now, boys. Eh? Oh. Bit of a step up. Hey, now let You're me just, so loving that. Let, let, me just, let, me just, <laughs> let me tell you, and, and, and please, uh, we love Kiara so much. Um, but when I last saw Kiara in the flesh was about, I don't know, it must have been about a year ago. Yeah. And I was doing a breakfast show elsewhere. Kiara was in the UK. I said, brilliant, Mike, get Kiara in and we'll do this show together. No word of a lie. Over the three mornings that we did the show together, at one point, Kiara says, I'm working in Dubai. I'm a pretty big deal over there. <laughs> uh, excuse me. Kiara- Don't put words into my mouth. I did not say that <laughs> She at all. did. I promise I you. I didn't. So, so, Kiara, you're on national radio now out in, in, in the United Arab Emirates. Are you a pretty big deal out there, genuinely? Um... Oh, you see, I don't, I, I don't want to say this now. I'm a little bit worried, but yeah, I guess so. <laughs> it, it doesn't help your argument saying that you didn't say it when you were over here. So, you're, so you're a pretty big deal. Like, like define pretty big deal. Like, so when you go out, do people recognise you? Yeah. Okay, and pretty, what? The, pretty go on. Much, pretty much all the time, to be honest. And there's billboards and stuff like that. So. Yeah, oh, go on. So what? The, so, so so I'm driving down uh, Dubai Boulevard. Sheikh Zayed Road. Yeah, that's Let's the go one. Down the Sheikh Zayed Road. Okay, and um, and I'm driving along, and I'll see a picture of what? Just you? Is it is it your breakfast show that you're promoting, or the, the job that you do at a night? <laughs> A little bit of both. I kind of like to kind of, you know, combine the two. Oh, that's a unique <laughs> selling point. and stuff, doesn't it? Well, it is. Good Lord. Good Lord. <laughs> Do you get invited all to all the sort of big events? Yeah, all the time. Um, always going to uh, the events. And uh, I mean, pretty much I don't pay for anything. But you're, you're happy over there, Kiara. You enjoying life over there? Yeah, I do like life over here, actually. It's very different uh, to Birmingham. Um, a little bit more exotic. I don't know. Um, I don't know how a girl from Birmingham ended up in Abu Dhabi, but uh, here I am, and uh, I'm living life. Do you know what I was thinking about the other day, Kiara? Go on. Do you remember the time when you thought that um, <laughs> that, that, that birds 
that birds spoke in a foreign language when they travelled abroad? <laughs> Seriously, birds do speak in a foreign language. And I, I, Giuliano, I still, literally, I still believe that. The birds here in Abu Dhabi and Dubai speak a different language to what they do in Birmingham. Right, OK. So, so just to tell me how you came to this. Like, what, what's made you... Th- so when f- birds migrate... Mm. So they'll, they'll start off in the UK, let's say. We're and they'll speaking mi- Geordie. And they're, 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 yeah, they're in Newcastle. <laughs> they're obviously speaking Geordie. All right, Geordie. they're pigeon. I was at Gordon Lake. You're right, she'll go somewhere else, like. <laughs> and then what happens? They migrate south. Yeah, they migrate. They go to another place. They learn the language. They pick up the lingo. Um, and so they I speak, mean, what, let's say, let's what say they, they go to Africa, okay? Mm. So then they start speaking, what, Afrikaans, Swahili, what? Yeah, but the thing is, I'm from Birmingham. I'm in Abu Dhabi. I still sound like a Brummie here in Abu Dhabi. I've still got the accent of a Brummie. But you're not so if the bird but, is from the UAE and then it flies over to, but, the, to the UK yeah. and yeah. migrates. So their accents change. You, you do realise you're still speaking the same language. Well, yeah, the same language, but I mean their accent. Right. I mean, you, like, you guys can just jog on. So, hang on. I, so, so, so you've got a pigeon in, in the UK going, and then when it goes to France, it goes, oh. is, that, is that how it works? No, but I mean, it's almost like a... I, I, guess I'm, I guess I'm trying to kind of go down a more cultural line. Right, okay. I've got literally no idea what that means. Go on, explain it to me. But they don't, you don't lose, like, you know... The, the old saying, you can't take, the, you know, you can take the girl out of Birmingham, but you can't take Birmingham out of the girl. It's that kind of thing with the birds. Yeah, I think that's my point, is that they don't change. <laughs> well, exactly, but they've still got the accent of where they're from. Yeah. Oh, yeah. this is just doing my head in. No, no, because no, this is what I mean. But this is what I mean. No, wait, wait, wait. Hang on, but two pigeons, if they met and one was from England, one was from France, <laughs> would they not be able to communicate? Yeah, they would because they'd speak spid- pigeon language, but they'd still Spidgen? have a different accent. <laughs> That's Spanish. That's a Spanish, Spanish pigeon. Pigeon. Yeah. Pigeon. Uh, which is a French pigeon. So, so, so they don't. Ch- so they don't change their accent, is what you're saying? Or no, they do? I think they do. They have different accents. So a pigeon in Birmingham, let's say, and it goes to London. Yeah. It would start talking pigeon Cockney. This, and this is why the, the breakfast show on Radio 1 in UAE is number one. <laughs> You're damn right. With stories like this. Can, do you know what? I, as, we, we, as we quickly approach Halloween, I think one of my other favourite stories of oh, Kiara. Oh, no. I knew you were going to bring this up. Was the time, I just knew it. Was the time, we had a little WhatsApp group between myself, Giuliano, our producer, Barry, and your good self, Kiara. Mm. And we texted you and said, uh, look, Halloween tomorrow, we're all coming in dressed up. And you got yeah. up an hour and a half early to dress up as a witch. <laughs> I did. And yeah. do you know what? I got, up, I got up so early because I wanted to get my makeup just right on my face, like the spider, you know, a cobweb on my cheek. And, yeah, and I, I came in and um, yeah, we I was literally the only one that was dressed up. We weren't Nobody dressed up. Nobody else in the building no. came in Halloween costume. So no. thank you very much for that. And, and you're, you're, one of, you're one of my friends that never really gets angry. And I think that day you actually lost it slightly. <laughs> I and, and just in reference to another story which we spoke to producer Barry about was the life drawing story. Do you remember that one? Oh, gosh, yes, <laughs> so, I do. I can't believe... Do you know, some of the things that we did on that show, I still uh, wake up in the middle of the night with, like, hot sweats and think, how the hell did we even get away with that? That day when you told me to go into that art studio, I, I can't even remember where we were. We were at Birmingham University, I think. And um, you told... I can't remember even what you told me. 
but I think I always wanted to be an artist or something or other was right. a story. Yeah, yeah, you told so me So you took me and I walked into the room and I turned around, <laughs> I think I was blindfolded, and I turned around and Barry was literally lay on a table with his legs open and his meat and two veg out and it was the most disgusting, vile thing I have ever seen in my life. It was a life drawing class. <laughs> yes. I know. I still can't believe you, you did that to me. <laughs> and I think one of my I hate you. I still hate you both. One of my favourite pictures of you as well, Kiara, is when my daughter Rosie was about three years old and we were in our old next door neighbour's house and I just said, I'm gonna take a picture of you and Rosie. Can you do me a favour? Can you hold my can? And because you, you're, mm. you're not a parent yet, you, you decided to no. not ruin your picture and to hand the can of Stella to my daughter Rosie, who was three years old. <laughs> and the pictures of as, as Kiara being very glamorous as she is, and then Rosie, who is three, swigging at a Stella next to her. No. <laughs> And I was just looking straight down the lens and then turn around and your daughter was swigging a can of Stella, yeah. You were working it, baby. You were working it. You really were. Oh, Kiara. So what's going on with you? What's going on now then? Have you got a new fella? Oh, no. I knew you were going to talk to me about this. Well, what do you want to talk about? Let's talk about what you want to talk about. What do you want to talk about? Okay. Well, I mean, obviously, as you know, I mean, I never did have any luck with men. No. I still don't really. No. But... He's right next to you. I I know he is. Is I know he is. I've got to be nice. Um, But yeah, I have have met a very nice uh, guy. Um, I'm blushing a little bit because he is right next to me. Um, So I do have to be careful what I say. How long have you Um, been together? Well, I kind of met him last December. um, And it blossomed whilst lockdown was happening. Ah, oh, oh. so you were bored. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't get out. I'm just going to have to find a man. You'll do. Oh, gosh. Um, and yeah, he's gorgeous and lovely. Um, Hang on. I'm going yeah. to get Juliana to hum the M&S music whilst you describe oh, no, this please. man to us. <laughs> so, so, right. He's okay, gorgeous. so he can't necessarily hear what we're saying, can he? No, he can't hear what you're saying. Okay, so just via... The media, like, give us um, a cough if it's a yes. Okay. Or um, two coughs if it's a no. <laughs> Have you had better? <laughs> no? Oh, sorry, he's not, we're not going sorry for that one. Okay. Oops. There's about 18 coughs there, Kiara. I'm not sure if you understood two. the... There was two. There was two. Do you love him? <coughs> Have you told each other that you love each other? <coughs> Hang on, he's, so he stood next to her now and he's thinking... He thinks she's got COVID. Yeah, COVID. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, he's not next to me anymore. He's out the door. <laughs> he's got <that> <laughs> Goodbye, Kiara. <laughs> I felt you had a high temperature and that cough's just... That's ended it for me. Do you think marriage is on the cards? <coughs> Ooh. I've lost the code system. What is it? One for yes, two for no? Yeah, that was a yes. Okay. <laughs> yes. Do, do, does he know that? <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> On reflection, the cough method was probably the wrong idea well. during the pandemic, I think. <laughs> Should have gone for taps on the phone. So are you now waiting are you now waiting for him to ask the question? <coughs> no. There wasn't really an answer for not yet. Oh, okay. <laughs> three three coughs. <laughs> Good Lord. Gosh. You're going to have to have a conversation with him oh, when we've gone seriously. to explain the cough system. 
What's it? Okay, <laughs> we'll leave it there. Well, do you know what? That's really good news. That's really good news. <laughs> Give it a cough, Juliano. Well, it's a. Fa- <laughs> Have you Gosh. missed this? I have, actually. Do you know what? I always say, because people always say to me, would you go back to the UK and work on radio? And I always say, do you know what? The only way that I would ever go back is if us four got back together. So you, Foxy, G, You're never coming back then. Barry. Yeah, you're, you're quite, I'm never coming back You're yet. quite safe in Abu Dhabi, my love. You'll be fine over there. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody wants to put us together again. No, so I've heard. Yeah. All right, back off. This is our podcast, this one. Love you. <laughs> uh, Kiara, what's it like over there? Are you still, are you locked down? It looks like we're, at the time of recording, it looks like we're going into sort of more hefty measures again. Yeah, I mean, to be honest with you, everything's kind of running quite smoothly and nicely here. And I mean, nobody can come in or out unless you're COVID negative. So I feel quite safe in Abu Dhabi. It's quite strange, to be honest. I I don't think I would feel this safe if I was back in the UK, but I I, I don't know. Cheers, you're making me feel a lot better. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Sorry, I I, I was just Googling a joke about Fred Flintstone and Abu Dhabi. (laughs) (laughs) What what were you saying? (laughs) I'm sure there is a joke about Fred Flintstone and Abu Dhabi, but sorry, anyway. There is a joke about Fred Flintstone and Abu Dhabi. What is it? I'm trying to find it now. I can't remember it. Surely the punchline is is Abu Dhabi do. Oh, that's it. What's the difference between Dubai and Abu Dhabi? Dhabi. People in Dubai don't like the Flintstones, but people in Abu Dhabi do. Do! (laughs) 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 Seriously, you just had to do it, didn't you? I think on that note, I think we should bid you farewell, Kiara. Do you know, do you know what? Gen- genuinely, people are asking after you, and it's it's, it's really nice to get you oh, on and, and just hear your really voice nice. again. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, yeah, do you know, do you know what we should end on? Just in case no one's ever heard it before, can you tell everyone the story when you were out football reporting what the uh, what oh, the Blues God. fan said to you? So, so you used to sometimes go out and do uh, reports from the day of a match, yeah? Yeah. So um, I worked for this company. I used to go and I used to uh, film and just do little interviews with football fans, you know, after the match to get their kind of like, um, you know, their opinion on the goals and everything. And I was just, I was interviewing this one guy and this, this blues fan came up to me, tapped me on the shoulder and literally just looked me dead in the eye and says, Oi, Bab, you got too many teeth in your gob. <laughs> And like for a split second, I turned around, I was like, what? Like, who are you? But he'd obviously been standing back looking at me. And obviously I do have a lot of teeth in my mouth. I mean, I'm not going to sit here and deny it. Even my dentist said it once. So, I mean, he wasn't wrong. He wasn't a dentist. (laughs) You were were having your teeth cleaned or doing whatever they do. And your dentist said to you, you have more than the average amount of teeth in your gob. Yeah, because a few years ago, I was having this problem with my jaw where it was clicking. And I went to the dentist and he opened up my mouth and he was like, yeah, you've got, yeah. you got a couple of extra teeth that you shouldn't have there. And that's why your jaw's clicking. Do you really? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Oh, that's now you feel story. bad for bringing it up. <laughs> no, uh, I don't feel bad. The good news for you, Kiara, is apparently they're doing Jurassic Park live in Abu Dhabi very <laughs> soon. You can go for the part as a T-Rex. I could play for the T-Rex. <laughs> Do you know the funny thing is, just back to that story about the blues fan, when he actually came up to me and he said it, I turned around and I I took that split second to just look him dead in the eye like he did to me. And the thing is, he smiled at me and he had no teeth. (laughs) (laughs) You could have given him some of yours, you selfish girl. Now there's a a gunshot in the background. I think think I'm going to... Sounds very safe. (laughs) 
<laughs> is that because you just explained the cough system to your new partner? Yeah, I know. He, has. he can't see he any has. point anymore. He's just jumped out the window. <laughs> <laughs> Why have you got so many holes in chair. your windows in Dubai? Well, oh, Kiara God. keeps on saying that she wants to marry them, and people just jump in. <laughs> Can I just add that was that was like so? My other half, he's building a chair at the moment, and um, as the, you do, the, the, the company. <laughs> The company that sent the chairs, four of them, yeah. didn't send enough screws for two of them. <laughs> so he shot it. That's not the right way to go about things. Most people just return it and ask for a replacement, but oh, no, not God. with the, uh, the new, new fella. Right, Kiara. Oh. oh, Kiara, you made me sweat with laughter. Thank you very much for being on the podcast. <laughs> Love you. Put the shotgun down. Bye-bye. Ladies and gentlemen, Julian Foxiano. No, Foxy and Giuliano, the podcast. Shall we do Port Balls? Let's do pork balls. Don't mess this up, mate. You got this? No. Are you ready? Tell me when. Oh, no. Hang on, wait for it. Wait for it, mate. Wait for it. Why would I pre-record this? I'll never know. Pork balls, pork balls. Get your pork balls. Will you be our caller? From of all our calls, pork balls, pork balls, get your pork balls, get the number right, and you'll get your pork tonight. Hey, you did all right there. Adam's playing. How are you, Adam? I'm all right. How are you too? Um, very good. Thank you very much. Tell me a little bit about yourself, Adam. I'm a delivery driver, and I'm from Birmingham. Okay, what do you deliver? Food. Ooh, now we're talking, Adam. Or for one of the Sainsbury's Asda lots. Yeah. One of the Sainsbury's as the lot. I was going to say well, supermarket. Posher version. Oh, you go for Waitrose? Well, not quite. Ocado. Okay, right. That, that, yeah, yeah you've, got, you've got the Marks and Spencers gig, haven't you, Ocado? Yeah. yeah that's very that's posh. Oh, Giuliano, your delivery knowledge is remarkable. Wow, <laughs> did not know that. Um, uh, well, are, are, you, are you married? Are you single? What's, what's happening? I'm married that's... with... Uh, Two kids of my own. My wife's got three. Yeah. All right. Look, you are here to play pork balls this evening. Yeah. Okay. Um, pork balls is very simple. <laughs> this is your chance to win a takeaway on us up to the value of twenty pounds. <whistles> okay. We will pay for that out of our yeah. own pocket. All you've got to do is guess what number pork balls are on the Chinese menu of the restaurant we have phoned. Okay. Okay, so... I don't know what... You know, what sort of strategy are you going for this week? Just a plain guess. Oh, okay, you've really thought this through, I can see. Yeah. <laughs> come on, come on. So, so are you going, like, um, similar number to what pork balls are on your Chinese? What are you thinking? Yeah, I'm going for a similar number, hoping and about the same. Okay, would it change your thinking if I said that the Chinese restaurant we called was in America? I don't know. Never ordered from America. Have you not? No. I'd imagine delivery time would be rubbish. Well, not like a cardo. No, not like a cardo. I'm no, no. time all the time. No. <laughs> all right. Now, okay. just don't jump into it, Adam. I don't want you to okay. mess this one up, mate. This is your big chance to play the soon-to-be award-winning feature, Port Balls. Yep. See, I fear, Adam, you might actually be trying to win this, whereas the point of this is it's absolutely ridiculous and there's very little chance you can actually do it. Yeah, I know. Okay, good. Do you normally go for the balls? I go chicken balls normally. Yeah. 
You're mm. definitely a balls man, though. Hands <laughs> up, mood, I mean. Stop, 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 stop. <laughs> we're better than that. No, we're not. <laughs> we're not, are we? No. Okay, so what number are you thinking? 56. 56? 56. Are you sure you want to stick with that? Yeah. Adam? Yeah? Do you want me to lock it in? Lock it in. Do you know, a mate of mine got in touch. He texted me the other day. Yeah. Listened to the podcast. Really enjoyed it. I was very grateful. He said, the, the locked in sound effect, shouldn't that be a pig? Why? The pork balls. Pork balls? Oh, of course. <laughs> yeah. I mean, again, people are overthinking this. Write it down for a bit of detail. Bit of it, feedback. It, it could have been any sound. It was just the first thing that I found. Okay, so we're going 56. Let me make the call. Adam, we wish you the best of luck. Hi, Swan. Can I help you? Hi there. Just wondered what number your port balls are on your takeaway menu. Uh, 32. 32. Thank you so much. Have Welcome. a lovely night. Good night. Thank you. Bye. Oh. 32, Adam! 32! Adam! I was close -ish. What you don't know is, um, going into that, Foxy and I got very nervous because we thought it might actually be 56. <laughs> <laughs> we couldn't remember what they said. We're like, oh, oh Christ, no. we're going to have to actually pay for this. I don't know if I've got a tenner on me. <laughs> oh, God, I hope it just goes for the wontong soap. All right, oh. Ads, listen, thank you, mate. It's been an absolute pleasure. You drive safe, and uh, hopefully we shall speak again soon. Hopefully. You two carry on. You're doing great. Oh, bless you, mate. Take care. Thank you Thank very much. You. Adam, everybody, playing port balls. And again, we finish on a low. How, how are we going to end this week? Because <laughs> um, I haven't thought it through. Have you not at all? No, we could tell people that if they enjoyed it, they could subscribe to the podcast. Just run it through me one more time how this, this podcast thing works. Well, if you're listening on uh, on, on sort of like an Apple phone or yeah. iTunes, okay, it'd be yeah. really handy if you pressed subscribe. Yeah. Because then what happens is yeah. you get an update every time we put out a new episode. Mm, nice. Okay. They're out every Wednesday, but just in case you can't be bothered to remember, your phone will remind you with an update. Once you've done that... Yeah. If you could review it and say lots of nice things and five give stars. us, well, I'll take four, but five would be better. Mm -hmm. That would be great as well. Other than that, just tell your friends about it. Okay. I don't know if we're finishing on a low again. We are finishing on a low. Have you not got a joke for us? I've got an impression. Do your shih tzu joke. <laughs> I've got a joke for you. What do you call a zoo with no animals? Oh, no, that's the wrong... <laughs> You've really told it well there. Hang on, let me just rethink. The punchline is shit zoo. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's it. What, what do you call a zoo with no... No, but that's just a shit zoo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs>